Hey, 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 how you doing? Harold S. Reed Jr. here, also known as HRJR, your motivational coach. Listen, let's jump right into it. I normally don't give relationship advice. That's normally not my thing. But a friend of mine, someone very close to me, recently suffered a heartbreak. And I think what I shared with this person will help that person. And what I can share with you can help you. So I want to take a few minutes to talk about what happens or what what should happen after a heartbreak. What should happen after a relationship falls apart? These things happen in life. Let's not run away from it. Let's not act like it doesn't exist. Let's not act like these things don't happen. If nothing else, I am a solutions-driven person. If you listen to me, everything I tell you it's all about coming to an, 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 an advantageous solution or outcome or result. If, if, if what we do doesn't produce an advantageous outcome or result, then we're just spinning our wheels and wasting time. So let's, let's jump in and let's talk about what happens after the worst happens in a relationship. Hey, so like I said, a friend of mine, and I'm not going to say whether or not this person is male or female, so I will assign them the pronoun, them, they, their. Um, so they, they came to me and informed me that the person with whom they were planning a life with ended the relationship suddenly, unexpectedly, threw everybody for a loop. And now this person, my friend, is having a hard time existing right now. And what's even more sad is the other person involved is a friend as well. So I've only conversed with the friend that has confided in me, but this friend also knows that For me, everything is a teachable moment, or at least I strive to make everything a teachable moment. So I take no pleasure in having conversations where in which people are like legit hurt. And it's a hurt that didn't necessarily have to be, but perhaps it did have to be. See, before we talk about what what, what goes on, After the relationship ends, let's talk about 
what happens before the relationship ends. It's kind of like the video program in a, in a police car, right? The car, police cars that have dashboard cameras and so on and so forth. Um, something happens and the, the cameras go on, but the cameras don't go on or at least the, the, the cameras stay rolling, but when it records, it records when the lights and sirens are activated and as part of the recording process, it doesn't start recording when the lights and sirens are activated. The recording actually loops back about 20, 30 seconds prior. And then everything 20, 30 seconds prior to the lights and sirens being activated is what's recorded. So you get what happened before, then the lights and sirens, and whatever happens until the cameras are turned off again. So what we're going to do in this discussion right now is we're going to go back a couple paces so that we can address what happens before and or at the breaking up. Now, before I even get into that, I'm married. Been married for the past 21 years. This, this, I believe this year will be 2023, it'll be 22 years. And we doing all right. I ain't going to sit up here in front and act like we the Huxtables. We have our ups and downs, twists and turns, peaks and valleys like anybody and everybody else, but we still together. All right. So, and, and obviously that's also why I'm not big on giving relationship advice because I know I'm a handful. My wife could be a handful at times. But at the same time, I deal with people who have situations and I do my best to help them think and act logically. And that's all I'm trying to do. Oh, God, I hate that word. That's all I am doing here is providing you with some insight that'll perhaps get you to think and act logically. God forbid you find yourself in this situation. So, when a person breaks up with you, I don't care how sudden it was for you. They knew they were going to do that no less than a month before they do it. No less than them, and I'm not. I'm not sparsing gender here. I'm not. I'm not juxtaposing male versus female. People, people, equally across the board. One race, the human race. People. So someone's going to break up with you. They, they, they may have their feelings about it. They may have their doubts. They may have their issues. They've been thinking about it longer than. Waking up one morning and say, you know, first thing they do is call you up and, and be like, I'm out. Or or be like my man in the movie Harlem Nights when Layla Rashawn put that thing thing on him and he called home and told his kid, put your mother on the phone. Yeah, I ain't coming home. Bye. Yeah, no, no, no. It don't happen like that. There's thought that goes into it. There's, 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 for some people, prayer that goes into it. For some people, meditation that goes into it. All of the above for others. But know that when this happened, there was a point in time long before that happened where the thought came into play. And then for whatever reason, and I'm giving a time, I'm giving them bare minimum, they knew a month before they did it, what they were going to do. 
So we all know when we have problems in our relationship, communication is off. Somebody might have a problem, an attitude or something, don't know how to address it. Now, I'm the type of person, I'm a direct person. I'm going to say what I feel I have to say, but if I feel what I have to say or what I have said isn't listened to, I get quiet. I shut down. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to fight. I don't need that kind of energy, right? But you got to do everything you possibly can if you sense that something is off. And then sometimes, because I, I'll speak for men in this case, men are fixers. We want, we want to, we are, we are resolvers. We want to get things fixed, get, get whatever this problem is. Cause I, this, this problem interfering with my PlayStation time. This problem interfering with my Call of Duty time. This problem interfering with my cigar time. This problem interfering with whatever the hell else I want to do other than deal with this BS right here, right now. So men want to fix it. But there are times, brothers, when the best way to fix it is leave it alone and let it, let it, let it, let, let time do what time needs to do. Sometimes require action. Some circumstances require action. Some circumstances and sometimes require that we just fall back and chill. Then there are times when, you know, you just don't know. There's only but so much you can do, Right? But the person who's breaking up with you, they knew what they was going to do. They already knew. Now, maybe they were looking for a good reason or they will. No, no, no. Because if they had a good reason, it would be right then, right there. So they have an excuse, but they want to buy their time in order for you to have a good in order in order for them to give you a good reason or something that gives off the appearance of. Of a good reason. Quick story. 30 years ago. December. Not December. Um, October 31st. I got a girl. I got a call from, from, from the girl. A young lady. Young woman. Whom I was dating at the time. And we had broken up about a month prior. A month and a half or so prior. Because she did have. She, the reason she gave me was. She had personal things going on in her family. She wasn't getting along with her stepmother. And her father wasn't having her back. He was having his wife's back. So she had a whole situation going on. And she said she needed to. And she lived in Pennsylvania. And I live in New Jersey. So you know. She just had some things that she told me she needed to deal with. And focus on. And me loving her the way I did. I was like baby you know what. You right. I've seen it. Handle that. I got, I'm, I'm working on getting my life together work-wise and so on and so forth. So you handle that and I handle what I got to handle and baby, I'll be here waiting for you. And she called me about two weeks after she broke up with me and said she wanted to come, she wanted me to come back. And I was like, no, 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 no. You just miss me. And I get it. And, but, but you know, you got to stay strong. You got things you got to handle. Don't run away from it. Face it head on. You don't need me to be a distraction. Handle that. And I'm, I'm supporting you. I'm here for you, baby. But get through that. Go through that storm. And I'll be here on the other side waiting for you. I'll be your pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. I was, I was supportive. I was loving and all of that. And then she called me on October 31st. And I remember this day because the night, that night, was when I I was I began my orientation process into Groove Fried Groove Social Fellowship Incorporated. Shout out to the brothers of the black and white. She gave me a call that morning 
and she informed me that the real reason why she broke up with me was because she had gotten pregnant. And when she called me two weeks, well, she and she got pregnant with, by me because we were dating at the time. And we were exclusive. I had no reason to believe it was nowhere, nothing in her character whatsoever to lead me to believe that it was somebody else's. It was mine. And in... When she called me two weeks later to, to tell me that she wanted us to get back together, it was because she had already gone through the procedure without having told me. This is what she's telling me all on October 31st. And knowing what I had to prepare for that night, I pretty much gave her some of the business in the conversation that we had at that time. Told her how how effed up that was, how much I didn't appreciate it, and and that that there's no way we're getting back together after that, yada yada yada. So I tell that story to say there are things that are going on when somebody breaks up with you that you may not, you may or may not be privy to. And whatever they tell you may not even be the honest to God reason. But if you love that person, you have to take them at their word and you have to give them their space. You have to like the song, excuse me, like the saying goes, you love someone. If you really love someone, set them free. If they if 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 the love is real, they'll come back. And if they don't, it wasn't meant to be. Now, that rhymed, but I didn't mean for it to. Right. So so you have to understand that we feel how we feel inside our vessel individually and that other person feels how he or she may feel inside themselves individually. And when we want what we want and we want to be one with this person. We want our hearts to be in sync. We want our minds to be in sync. We want our goals, our dreams, and our aspirations to be in some kind of alignment to the point where, okay, that might not be my thing, but I love you so much. I'll support you. I, I, I couldn't tell you nothing about photography, but my wife loves photography and I will support her to the ends of the earth. Right? But what happens in a breakup is our heart is wounded. Our, our, our emotional insides are, are, are eviscerated. And all we care about is our pain. Yes, there's a part of us that has to be cool because, yes, we love this person. And it's like, okay, yeah, uh, uh, you know, but you don't want... Who who, who in a breakup just be like, okay, I mean, there are amicable breakups. There are amicable breakups where people break up and, listen, this isn't working. And that's the best thing. When two people can come together and realize what they got isn't working. And they say, you go your way, I go mine, I wish you the best. And they even made a movie about it. And the movie's called The Breakup. And they went through their ups and downs and back and forth. I believe it was uh, Vince Vaughn and uh, Jennifer Aniston in this movie. It's a good movie. Look it up. The Breakup. Right? 
Yeah, they went through their ups and downs, their twisted turns, their backs and forth. But by the end, and they broke up. There was no, they got back together and lived happily ever after. No, they, I'm going to give you way to end of the movie. They break up and they stay broke up. But they also stay cool and cordial and mature. So that's that's a beautiful thing. If you can get that in a situation, cool. But more often than not, when one person wants to leave, the other person doesn't want them to. And they will do whatever they power. Listen, baby, what is it that I can do? What what do I need to change? What do, and then the other person, because they love you and they care about your feelings, they're gonna say, It's not you, it's me. No. It's 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 both. There's something wrong with you that they can't deal with. Or there's something wrong within themselves and they don't want to deal with you and that. So what do you do? What do you do when that person that you love, that you want to invest your life in, that that you want to pour yourself into and be one with this person and merge with this person and bring life into the world with this person? What do you do when they walk out on you? You accept it. Let them go. See, and those of you who know me know, I'm not a holy rolling Bible thumper, but I'm not a total heathen either. Right? A lot of times in life, we want to desperately hold on to the things that God is trying to take away from us so we can move on to bigger and better things. Sometimes you need to have some people in your life, they say for a reason or a season. Some people just need to be in your life for a season. And the reason that they need to be in your life is to show you exactly what you don't want. So it's just like a TV show. It's just like a movie. Where you got your introduction, you're introduced to your part, to, to the person who becomes your mate. You two converse over uh, a few days, a few weeks, maybe even a couple months or so. Then you decide to hang out. Then you decide to stay exclusive. Then you be exclusive. You learn everything about this person. You learn their quirks. They learn yours. You learn compromise. You learn you can't have everything your way and they can't have everything their way. You learn all these things and then just like in a TV show or a movie, there's a plot twist. Something happens. Something goes left. Now, when we were kids and we had a boyfriend or a girlfriend, there were two phrases that we used. When we were, when we were real young, I'd say elementary school, we would say we go together. We go together. Yeah, me and so-and-so go together. Yeah, so-and-so and such-and-such, they go together. Right? Why? Because when their boyfriend and girlfriend, every time you see them, they are together. Everywhere they go, they go together. Right? Then we get a little older, we get in high school, we get into college, and I'm dating myself. I'm using dated terms here, because I know kids today don't use these terms. Right? We used to say what? We're going steady. That that That's when you knew you were... you you had an idea, a glimpse of a fart of what a commitment is. You were going steady. You were steady with this person. You stayed the course. You went from going with this person to going steady with this person. That means y'all straight together on the same path, steady. But life happens. Life happens. And what tends to happen is 
you are, we have been, we were so steady going together that we never took the time to grow together because in our youth, we were growing individually ourselves, becoming the people we were meant to be. And sometimes in that individual growing process, you learn that the person you're with for the moment ain't the person you meant, you're meant to be with for eternity. I was, the saying goes, you know, some of the people that got with you this far aren't meant to go with you the rest of the way. The same applies in relationships. So when un, that unfortunate circumstance happens to you where it's, it, it's, it's either you got to do the releasing or you got you to gotta be the one to turn in your team handbook. <laughs> All right. Let it let let it be. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. I'm not denying it one bit, damn it, that it hurts. But you have to let it be. You have to accept it and then you have to you have to allow yourself to heal. You have to let the hurt hurt and you have to allow yourself to heal. The heart is a muscle. The heart is a muscle. Now, physically, scientifically, the heart has nothing to do with your emotional state, but we say we have love in our hearts. So let's walk, walk with me briefly. You've been with me this far. Walk with me just a little bit further. It's about another four, five, it's about another five to seven minutes. Walk with me a little bit further. The heart is a muscle. Okay, and like any muscle, the only way for it to get stronger is for it to be damaged. When you go to the gym and you lift weights, you are damaging your muscles. You are tearing your muscles. But what happens over time with proper healing and proper time to heal, proper nutrition and proper rest, your muscles heal. And when they heal, they heal back stronger. The heart is a muscle. Damn it, I tell you, it is no different. The heart will heal. And the reason why the heart will heal and heal stronger is because as you're putting the pieces back together, you're also putting in the lessons that you learned into into your your emotional file cabinet, your emotional database. You've learned what you don't want in a relationship. Even if it's so much as the person leaving you and not giving you a good reason. I want somebody who can communicate with me. Right? So there's always something to be learned. And I tell you this and you've heard me say it before if you're a listener. The same way I teach kids in the karate dojo, when we got prepared for a tournament, there are no losers. You only lose when you quit. You only lose when you give up. So the person that's breaking up with you, the person that, what else we said when we was kids and we wanted to end a relationship, you quit it. You quitted that person. You quitted the relationship. You quit it. So the only person who loses is the person who quits. But if you were the person who, who is being broken up with, if you were the person who's being dumped, sorry, but there's a lesson to be learned. And if there's a lesson to be learned, then nothing is lost. So what do you do with a, with, with, with a bad breakup? You have to learn the lesson. 
You have to find the lesson. People come into our lives for for either a reason, a season, or both. And they come into our lives as a blessing or a lesson or both. Or what do you mean by a blessing or a lesson or both? Tell you what, somebody come into your life and you build a partnership with this person and you create a business and you mass a fortune. They came into your life for a reason. They're going to be there for the season. And, and your partnership created a blessing. And in the building of the fortune you made together, there were plenty of lessons. But let's not go that far. Let's talk about the, these, these interpersonal romantic relationships. That's what we're talking about. Don't nobody care about no building a business. Not in this talk. Not in this discussion. Not in this episode. I'm back with you. Right? So, somebody comes into your life. And they leave you. And you don't know why. So, you obviously can't see that person as a blessing. But ask yourself this. Did your life improve over the course of time you were with that person than the status you were in before being with that person? If it was six months, seven months, five years, ten years, was 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 those five, ten years, six, seven months, whatever it was, was that better than 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 however your life was before that person? If so, there's a blessing there. You were happy for that time. Nothing lasts forever. You were happy for that time and nothing lasts forever. But even if you don't want to use that as your blessing, just say, no, there was no blessing. And and he or she broke up with me. So where's the lesson? Well, you got to think back. You got to reflect. What did you learn about yourself during the course of this relationship? Or was you just, you know, having sex for the sake of having sex? What did you learn about giving of yourself? What did you learn about humbling yourself? What did you learn about being able to compromise? What did you learn about what you will tolerate from a person or what you won't tolerate from a person by being with the person who just broke up with you? Did you improve in any of those areas of your life by being with this person? By being with this person and experiencing everything you experience with that person, how is that going to affect your future relationships? Because you ain't going to join, excuse me, you are not going to join the monastery. You are not going to join the convent. You're going you to Netflix and be alone. You're going to eat some food. You're going to eat some ice cream. You're going to drink some drink. You're going to smoke a little, whatever, whatever you're going to do, you're going to do it. And then at some point in time, and there's no rush. That's the most important thing. There's no rush. But at some point in time, you're going you're gonna, you're gonna to meet somebody else and the process is going to start all over again. Carry what you learned into that new relationship. Don't carry what you lost. You lost it. It's gone. So why are you bringing that into the... It's gone. You, you, you can't do two opposite things at the same time. You can't go to California traveling east. Especially if you're in New York. <laughs> right? So, so as I prepare to close, when these things happen, you have to accept it. As hard as it is, 
You, as hard as it is, you have to accept it. I'm not saying it's easy. I know it's hard. I know it hurts. It hurts. It hurts to the core. I have been there. It hurts. But the longer you stay in that negative state, the worse off you're going to be. I'm not saying after the breakup call, the conversation or whatever, go to the club. No, I'm not saying that. You're going to need your time. Take your time. But don't take too much time. Right? It's one thing to find yourself in a pool of misery. It's another thing to swim until you drown. So accept it. Bless that person and release them. And, and and understand that as much as you don't want to lose them, there's a reason greater than yourself and greater than that other person for them exiting your life. If a person is going to exit your life and it is their choice to exit your life, that is, the, that is your creator's way of saying, I got something better for you. I can't think of one situation. I can't think of one relationship I've ever had where I went backwards. Every step where one door closed and another door opened, the door that opened, opened to a room that was better than the one I had just left. I promise you the same will apply to you. Don't feed the hurt. Let the hurt burn itself out. If you, you know, if 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 if, if you take uh, uh, one of those little those little tea light candles, those little tea candles, the little candle in in the little little silver little circular little thing, little tea candles, right? You take that tea candle, light it up, set it down on the table, then pour put a glass, empty glass, put an empty glass on top of it. Within a matter of seconds, that flame will burn out. Why will that flame burn out? Because fire needs oxygen in order to breathe and grow. You take out, the, you take away the oxygen, the fire has no air to breathe, the fire goes away. The same applies with emotional pain. Now, I'm not going to say put a glass over your head and in a couple seconds it'll go away. What I'm saying is you have other things to do in your life. You have other obligations. You have other commitments. You have other things to think about that will produce greater results for you if you apply your energy and your focus toward those things and you don't feed the hurt. You stay focused on your other objectives. You stay focused on your other goals. You stay focused on, listen, okay, you can't share your life with this person anymore. That's okay, but the bills still got to get paid. Dreams still got to get fulfilled. So follow those dreams. Work on those goals. Apply that energy. Apply that focus to those things. And the pain will subside. It won't magically disappear. And every so often you'll look in your rearview mirror and of, 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 of pain and you'll look and see what was. But there's a reason why your windshield is bigger than your rearview mirror. So you can focus forward and reflect in the rear view. Ooh. That was a hard one. And I still feel some things 
but I don't want to take up a whole bunch of your time. This is like a bonus. This is like, consider this two, because I know I've been off for a couple weeks. February's always a hard month for me, but consider this a bonus. Consider this a part one, part two, just two episodes, because I said I wanted to keep them between 15 and 20, 25 minutes. Between 15, 25 minutes. So consider this a two-week bonus. And maybe the next one will be another two-week bonus, and then we'll be back on track. Alright? Pain is not meant to last. Pain is meant to sharpen us. Pain is meant to keep us aware. And then once that awareness has been made, or once something has been healed, that pain goes away until it's called upon again. Pain is a part of our lives. Don't be afraid of it. Sometimes you have to embrace it. Sometimes that pain will motivate you to do greater things. And that's what I want for you. Listen, this is Harold S. Reed Jr., also known as HRJR, your motivational coach. And I didn't say it in the beginning, but welcome to the Ice Talks, where we implement change every day. You can find me on Twitter, at the Ice Talks. You can find me on Instagram, at H.S. Reed Jr. You can find me on LinkedIn, just type in my whole name, Harold S. Reed Jr. You can basically Google me. Google Harold S. Reed Jr. Google HRJR Enterprises, my, my, my company's former name. Google HRJR Peak Performance Services. You can find me, and I'm here for you. I wish you nothing but the best, and I'll talk to you real soon. That's a promise.